Welcome back. It's your girl, Dancia, the D to the A-N-S-I-E-A. Yes, I'm so glad you decided to join me on today. I appreciate each and every one of you that continues to um, come on and listen to these words for the day and or prayer. So today's word is Messiah, M-E-S-S-I-A-H, Messiah. I want to go through several different scriptures, so we will um, we will kind of navigate through this. And I want you to understand just who God is just who God is. So we're going to go to Mark the 12th chapter, 37th verse. Get your pen and paper out or be ready to jot down some stuff or you can um, bookmark these these scriptures. Put a pen on it. Since Mark the 12th chapter, 37th verse. Let's do that one first. Since David himself called the Messiah, my Lord, how can the Messiah be his son? The large crowd listened to him with great delight. That's just the 37th verse. And you got to read all of that to get the full context. I'm just focusing on one specific word today. So we're just talking about that. Since David himself called the Messiah, my Lord, how can the Messiah be his son? What? The large crowd listened to him with great delight. Like, oh, you're kidding me. Let's, what's going on? This revelation. Then I want to go to um, Apostle Acts of the Apostles, rather. Acts of the Apostles. That's where the apostles, you know, began, really. 17th chapter, third verse. He explained the prophecies and proved that the Messiah must suffer and rise from the dead. He said, this Jesus I'm telling you about is the Messiah. I want you to just kind of put a pin on these two, and I just want to build my point here. He explained the prophecies and proved that the Messiah must suffer and rise from the dead. He said, this Jesus I'm telling you about is the Messiah. Oh my goodness. All right. So I'm going to give you two more scriptures and you can get, I'll give you time to get to them. The other one is, um, John, the fourth chapter, 26 verse, John, the fourth chapter, 26 verse and Matthew 16, 16, John, the fourth chapter, 26 verse and Matthew, the 16th chapter, 16 verse. So what is a Messiah? Oh my goodness. You guys are like, what break that down? Who is this? What is this? What are you talking about? Messiah is just someone, if you ever seen people that come along in life and they rise up and they're able to cause a movement that takes people from, from despair, from um, disappointment, from fear, um, from oppression, from depression, from even slavery, from um, dissatisfaction to a place of hope, to a place of freedom, to a place of um, excitement, a place of love, a place of salvation. These people are expected deliverers. That's what Messiah is, an expected deliverer. They're they're expected to take people from despair to hope, from from despair to deliverance, from, from an unhealthy place to a healthy place, from a place of fear to faith. These people help people and in mass movements though, mass movements take a people from one place of, of a bad, you can call it, to a place of greatness. That's what the expected deliverer does. And God is this. So we're going to go to, let's go on to John the fourth chapter 26 verse. But first we talked about David himself called the Messiah Lord. Now at this time, they were like, how can the Messiah that's coming be his son then? How can it be his son when you're calling him my Lord, when Messiah is our Lord? 
our God saved us, our God delivered us from the hands of the Egyptian, and now you're saying the Messiah is coming? Yeah, because you don't know, you don't know how crazy y'all gonna get later on. I believe David would probably say, you don't know how crazy y'all gonna get. Y'all gonna fall away and think it's about you, but it's not about you. What? It's not about you. It's not about us. It's about him. And so you need somebody that's going to keep you from yourself. What did I, what did y'all hear that? We need somebody that's going to keep us even from our own self. Forget the enemy. Forget forget those who are hating on us. Forget those who are talking about us. Forget those who are persecuted. What about how we're destroying our own bodies? How we're destroying our own mindsets? How we're destroying from being, we're negative and we should be positive. How about that? But he, but this verse, let's go to John 4, 26, first of all. Then Jesus told her, I am the Messiah. Now you got to read the whole, read the whole verse. I'm picking out verses so that we can, we can walk through and navigate through a word, a word. Okay. Messiah. He goes, I am the Messiah. I am the deliverer. And then Simon Peter had said over in Matthew, the 16th chapter, 16th verse says, you are, Simon Peter's answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Remember, David said, how can it be the Messiah when you call Messiah your Lord? How can he be that when, when, how can Jesus be that, the son of God be that when God is the Messiah? How does that happen? He says, well, I'm here. Jesus says, I'm here. I am the Messiah. I am God. You, 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 you think that I can't be God and be Jesus? You you think that I can't deliver in different forms? The concept has really is really too big for our mind to understand that I can be in different forms in any different time. What? In any time, I can do whatever I want to do because I am God. I am the Savior, the Deliverer. You expect it one way, but I came humble and I am the Deliverer for all man, for your people and for the next people. It's not just about you. It's about what I want to do because I'm sovereign. And guess what? Not only is it expected to deliver, but hear this. There are certain people that are anointed to do certain things in life. The Messiah is the one that's anointed by God, holy, set apart, the one and the only to make sure his the people are saved from their sins. Now there's different, say, we can call them saviors of different forms on the earth. We have Moses who did a whole bunch of things. We had Noah who saved during the flood. We have, um, we have Harriet Tubman who freed people. We have, we have, um, Billy Graham, who helped a lot of people. We have um, Martin Luther, and not just Martin Luther, but Martin Luther King Jr., who helped a lot of people, who delivered people from a place of despair. Now we're talking about Jesus, though, the one that saves from sin. Nobody could save from sin but Jesus. God in the flesh. Nobody could do it. Save us from a place where we were doomed for hell. Hell, Hear me. Nobody could do this. The Messiah had to do it. The consecrated one, the anointed one who never knew any sin. I don't know anybody that has never sinned, including me. 
And I just think I'm wonderful, but I'm not a match to God. You're not a match to God. Nobody's a match to God. And so when we think of the Messiah, we're saying he's the anointed one. I I can't, breaking down Messiah in the Hebrew is so powerful because when it's written in Hebrew, you are talking about his blood, the water that destroyed sin, that destroyed sin. Oh my God, his blood and water destroyed sin. It kept us, it keeps us so we don't have to sin. We don't have to. Now we may fall in sin, but get back up. I don't even care about that. But he has delivered us from anything that is of a sinful nature. Yes. And so God, we thank you for being so great, so kind. Thank you for being the Messiah. You keep us, you destroyed you destroyed sin, God, the, 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 the hold of sin over our lives. You destroyed it. And so we bless you for being the Messiah. You are a great God. You are the great deliverer and you are Jesus. And we bless your name. In Jesus name we pray. Amen.